Hello and welcome to another episode of Onside Punt. We're about to dive into the week seven preview. I'm homie, as always. I'm joined by Cad. How are you, man? G'day. I'm very well, my friend. How are you doing? Ah, real good, real good. I'm probably as I'm probably as happy as Mariendo with the <laughs> touchdown, but not the sad one. The touchdown one. Uh, you probably don't know what I'm referencing. I'm referencing a fan favorite that basically every camera went to her when the Chargers were playing. Uh, she, an she really, yeah, she really gave, um, I guess, the nation and the world every emotion I was feeling watching yes. that game. <laughs> she <Yes>. was just... <laughs> it was strange how it's like it even. I, I actually even saw it. She was on like the talk show as well after. Like, oh, she just... she has been everywhere. Holy yeah. And, yeah. And for, have you heard about this conspiracy with her? Oh, no. Is that, is it fake? Oh, I'll give you a right. What do we got? Give it well, to me. This is getting better now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we, we must have quite the love for conspiracies and, and stuff uh, since those offsite chats, but... Mm. America. <laughs> yeah, so she was she was everywhere um, because of just the funniness of it all. But then yeah. someone finds this picture of her in a Vikings uniform. Ah. And the theory of plants has been brought in, as in planting fans to put on camera or oh. to get crowds going. And there's been cameramen who have come out on, you know, podcasts or interviews and said, yeah, this happens. Um, yeah. Fans... Planted and as everyone, it has to happen to the charges because they are known for not. Oh, what? That many we could have gone. We could have gone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where, where do you sign up for this? Yeah, like, I could. I like would, a I would, Yeah, we could. We could. We could be genuine. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Well, for, for the charges, I, mean, I think unfortunately they'd be like, great, you've uh, drawn the Patriots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, gonna have to really turn on the acting chops for this one. Year nine drama is gonna come through for us. I, I don't. I I can't really. You might have actually, while you're away, I actually was on TV myself, Kat. Oh, uh, at the AFL? Yes, and I was in a GWS beanie. <laughs> <laughs> plant! He's a plant! He's, he's a Bombers fan, we all know this. And this was the week after I'd gone with a Melbourne scarf the week before. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> I just tag along and I want to support someone, so I just wear whatever colour I think That's is associated. True. And I was just thinking... I'd have thought that that guy sitting with me behind them at the Melbourne game and then saw me on the TV with the Gino West thing, he's thinking <laughs> probably the same thing. That guy's just... <laughs> so How much got, are they paying you, homie? Yeah, yeah I, might have, I might have my own conspiracy theory running around. So, yeah. I, do, I do spot you regularly on the broadcast when yeah, you, you message me over the game. I'm like, I can find you in the crowd. I, I do like when I get a screenshot of myself <laughs> at the football <laughs> I sort of have to. Uh, that's why I don't eat pies um, at my seat anymore, just in case I get on TV. <laughs> so I do that. I do that out the back. Yep. Yeah. 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 Wolf a hot dog down off camera. Come yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Come back out. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, have to keep our, our eyes peeled for this lady popping up in the future. Um, mm. You know, I hope she is a Chargers fan because we need more of them. Playing well, the way in, they it's are, in two we don't weeks. know that. They're at home in two weeks, so let's Ooh, see. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Hobby, should we dig right into previewing this this week seven? Let's do it. Let's go for it.
Now, homie, before we kick into these games, I don't know about you, but I was I was a little bit bummed looking at the the schedule this week. Oh, you're not wrong. I one, it was sort of like I just couldn't see the matchups that I enjoy, and then, yep. but as I did my review, some started to pop up here. I thought. It, this actually, this is more of an interesting week than yes. uh, Superstar Game Week. Like I, Exactly how I felt about it researching through and I thought, actually, I can see what I want to find out mm. in these games. And look, it is disappointing. We've got uh, only 13 games this week. Uh, the buys, we've got Panthers, Texans, Titans, Jets, Cowboys and the Bengals having a rest this week. There is some gold here. Uh, and after the low scorer of last week, the whole week being a low scorer, yeah, I'm hoping for some just some touchdowns. I, I miss <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> I don't know my list from our review count. I don't think we will be. I think <laughs> I think you might have to put that one back till the following week. But uh, we'll definitely bring the measuring stick out on some performances. I think uh, this one is a good measure of what may be and may be happening for the rest of the season for some of these teams. Let's start off with Thursday, our Friday night football, Saints versus the Jags, homie. Now, short week for the Jags as they take on the Saints on Friday. Rough timing to get a short week, you know. Oh, yes. Very Trevor Lawrence so. sprained his knee. There's some uncertainty there. Um, now, I know we did message our tippers and just say, just keep an eye on the... Uh, <laughs> on the score or the injury status before the game starts. And we think we should asterisk this episode. Oh, the whole thing. Nate. You, we need yeah, to nearly be, every team. Yeah. <laughs> every quarterback has got a, some sort of niggle and there is, there's an asterisk never to everyone. And I don't think we'll name them all, but let's just blanket it right now and check before Sunday. Definitely. Yeah. There yeah. is going to be a few changes, I think. So. Now, no one knows how the, uh, the bean counters in Vegas set these odds, but the Saints here are the favourites, which surprised me. I, I've i got to think it's the home factor and I've got to think it's because they don't think Trevor Lawrence is playing. I can't. Yeah. There is, you know, I've got three questions over this game. Can Saints score enough to win? Mm-hmm. Is Trevor Lawrence playing? <laughs> and can Carr handle the Jags blitz? Yeah, and, and I think that's exactly how I've measured up this game here and what we've seen glimpses of this season is Carr connecting with these receivers and, that you know, you kind of got excited. There's some momentum there with um, Chris Olave and what, who had Thomas. a standout? Michael Thomas. Yeah. And who had a standout game, I thought, last week or caught my eye at least was Rashid Shahid getting involved oh, yeah. more and more, um, much more than Michael Thomas was. So it's... It's establishing that they can connect there because mm. it was just missing last time um, and it was just kind of a very slow rolling offense. The Saints do have a better defense, which may be their saving grace. Uh, but the Jags, again, bigger offense, better yeah. offense. I'm not expecting a high score here with that combination, unfortunately, as we said. I feel like the, it'll be Saints trying to bust through 20 and... Mm-hmm. The Saints try to keep Jags under twenty, so it's like it's they've got to keep it at that cusp. Otherwise, if it goes, is it if it tapers over? And I think that's where Lawrence comes into the question. I think mm-hmm. that's the game, isn't it? It's like yeah, it's on that and edge. They can't rely on who we've noted as a standout, Travis Etienne, for 
from the Jags to carry the whole offense for them. So if we have that combination, as I said, it's too early to make this pick, but if Trevor Lawrence is healthy and I guess unencumbered, I'm going to go to the Jags. Uh, I guess if not, the Saints could turn things around and take advantage of that lack of offense. What about you? I'm taking the Jags if Trevor Lawrence plays, and I still might even take him if he doesn't. So, <laughs> it's just that the questions haven't been answered by the Saints this season so far. They've disappointed me, and but I'll make that assessment late once I get the news because there is reports. He has said he will. Mm. He's trying to get up for the game, so it's going to be a late call. So it's a, it's that thing I feel we've often said with the Raiders as well in the past. Just which car shows up, you know? Is it the car that takes you there or not? <laughs> he, he's a polarizing figure, actually. He really yeah. is, and especially because yeah. I like him. It's you hate to, you hate for him to be your Uber driver because you, <laughs> you don't know if you're getting there, do you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh. All right, what have we got next, Holmes? Oh. Let me take the reins here, Cad, because yeah. I've got the best game of the weekend. Oh, the best uh, game of the weekend. Oh, well, technically, we're on to Monday, our Monday, their Sunday. Um, mm. So I'm taking, so we're going to highlight, me and Cad are going to alternate between our, our favorite games here. Yep. Two each, and then we'll get into the others after that. So yeah, yeah. here's mine. So Ravens v Lions. Mm. Finally, <laughs> uh, the best thing that happened to the Lions was Philly and San Fran lost last week. So all the, what that does is everyone now thinks there's three teams. So the Lions yep. and perfectly balanced here as if the script writers write it themselves. They put them against another top team for a blockbuster game that's going to be, oh, I can't wait. I feel like I'm so excited because we haven't really seen the Lions tested since season opener. No, they surprised me there. Finally, we get a matchup where it brings my attention back to the Lions. They have got this three-phase game that is cannot compete with anyone at the moment. So, what are you talking about? Three phases. We're talking about offense, defense, and the special teams. Like, but we move on to the Ravens now, who has a top three defense in terms of points conceded. They are mm. squashing teams at the moment. So their secondary also doesn't let teams get any any ball either. So I am so excited for this game. There is another asterisk. Yes, we've got asterisks. <laughs> so uh, David Montgomery, the running back, is unlikely to play. Jameer Gibbs is also unlikely to play, who's on a third week of a hamstring. That one puts me on to... The game breaker, and for me, um, that's got to be Lamar Jackson. So it's got to be, yeah. It, and I, it, I think, as you said, like how it's it's a lot. Like the the Lions' oh. defense are very good; they're very good. But yeah. Lamar's trickery, it's just got to get them through on the offense. And ironically, the worst thing that the Lions defend against is running quarterbacks. So <laughs> <laughs> we've got a game that is built for Lamar Jackson, but. We've also got a game built for the Lions to keep that trajectory. They are building a narrative within their own team. Like it is, I nearly got on the train the other day. I was watching some film and I was like, oh, this team is going. <laughs> this team is going. Get me on board. So I don't know where I left myself. So, Yeah, it's a tough matchup because, or as he said, 
They've got great uh, coverage in the secondary. I mean, the Ravens do in their defense. And the Lions aren't going to be throwing any running backs down their way. Mm. So with the strength of their defense as it already has been and those two advantages in their favor, pretty hard one to call. I'm not satisfied, though, with the Ravens' offense so far. And I've, I've told you before, but I'm not seeing the part of the team that's actually going to go win games. Yep. You know, the defense can be clutch. That's great. But the ball then turns over for someone to score the points. There will be points slipping from the lines at some point. When is Lamar going to just have to not run it every single time? It works, but it has its limitations. It does. And then you add in the Lions have brought on Jamison Williams. And mm-hmm. everyone knows that name from last week because the importance is he's that deep option now for golf. Like yeah. they finally have that long ball aspect which they hadn't had before. So they're like... Yeah, exactly what they brought him in for. But for me, the just because just because I don't see a running back yet for the Lions, I'm going to go with the Ravens for now until they confirm if any running back's going to play. So I, I just think... But that's on... It's on Lamar Jackson for me. It's on his back. And I've... So I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to head towards the Ravens and check a late... Checking late to see what the Lions have done. I like that. I'm, I'm really on the on the fifty fifty here, mm, and it's good, right? It's a good game, and it's just so many questions are there. And I wish the Lions were fully fledged with the running game, yeah, so I could see too. the full matchup. Me too. But I just don't like the Ravens enough right now, <laughs> yeah. and it's a personal thing. So I think I'm gonna have to back the Lions despite the running game issues here. Uh, it's not in their favor of everything you've just said. It's all very convincing as well. Mm. But I'm just going to put it in the heart of this team to rise up in the challenge and not shy away from it. The narrative almost seems poised for them to have a break now since they've been coming up 4-1. and one. But I don't want to go against them at this point. I'm going to lock in the lines for myself. No, they are the most consistent team right now. So you are definitely within your rights to pick them. They are the... They are the measuring stick. And I'll tell you, if they win, the lid comes off, right? The lid yeah. comes off. <laughs> <laughs> Lions fans will be covered out of the woodwork. Oh, it'll be beautiful for them. So, All right, Kat, take me to your first pick. Well, it's not the most glamorous one. And you've just talked about, you know, a consistent team. Now, I'm going to take you to an inconsistent team. Oh, where are we the going? The Chargers versus oh, no. the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh. It's a divisional. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunate timing for the Chargers. They're coming up against their division rival, the Chiefs. Mm. Uh, The Chargers are now third in the AFC West with the Raiders on top of them, which no one really expected at the beginning of this season. Um, And look, they had a dismal performance about the Cowboys and there was a lot of things wrong there. Now, people may have seen this as kind of a boring game considering how they've been playing, but as you and I know, homie, the Chiefs Chargers games historically oh. are excellent. Yes. They they always get up for it. Always. always. Now they've only beaten the Chiefs once in their most four most recent meetings. The matchup between the two in recent years has always been an excellent high scoring game, a lot of drama in it. Um, and they were only a field goal between them in the last two years. I'm just really excited and I'm really hoping they at least give us the performance because I thought this year was the year it was going to turn. And then I watched the game last week and I thought, oh, (laughs) probably not. 
Um, let's start with the Chiefs here. Five and one, despite a victory last week against the Broncos, it was it was oh. a less than impressive victory. I feel the offense slow to get going. I haven't seen that dynamic Chiefs yet. I'm not worried about that. Like that's not coming because they they need time and they do this kind of every year. Slow to start, punch in strong. Now, Travis Kelsey. Heard of him, homie? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, isn't he the guy that's dating to <laughs> No, don't no, you say it. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels wrong to talk about him since he's everywhere. But yeah, has con- yeah. he's continued to be the ultimate weapon for the Chiefs. Um, despite these kind of unknown ankle injuries that he goes off the field, he comes back on. Yeah, he's, he's injured, he comes back on again. Um, look, they need to shut that down. He got 124 yards on the stats last week. He moves the ball down for the Chiefs. But the Chargers need to stop it, just like Derwin James (laughs) did, by picking him up, bicep curling him, and dropping him on the floor like they did last season. Well, Cad, I've been looking at some stats, and I don't... There's some bad news for Chargers here. Because Mm -hmm. they are the second worst team at the moment for yards given up. Absolutely, they are. I did sadly it's, see that news. And number this, this one week. for wide receivers, like they yep. are—they're bottom of the barrel in terms of yeah. that. Oh. Exactly, and they're going up against a powerhouse that has so many options at wide receiver. Mm. The fact that they have that many options, but yeah, tight end is their most hit receiver. Yeah, it's just a scary thing to come up against. Charges, look, we already know, but that is a game we saw played again and again and again. Justin Herbert's injured finger caused some discomfort. That's still kind of going to be there. Eckler didn't return, you know, to himself instantly. So I'm hoping to see a bit more of yeah. a recovery yeah, game there. Two. Game two. Game two. But even with those things coming into lock, I can't see them throwing it over the Chiefs, even in the history of great games. But going up against Andy Reid, he's a great game planner. Not that the, the Chargers uh, holes in their offense and defense aren't well known, but if anyone's going to know them best, it's it's Andy. So I'm going to go Chiefs here. It's the second week. I've not backed the Chargers, sadly, um, but it just seems like the right thing to do. Oh, I'm I'm actually with you. I'm going the Chiefs. Whoa. <laughs> you yeah. do not do that often, do you? I do not do it often, but the, uh, you know I'm a stats man. I love to read my stats and... Mm-hmm. I don't care how much Herbert can put up because they're giving it two times worse out the back. Like, yeah, yeah. Like the game is offense defense, and there's no currently they're in shambles too. I was looking at some tape, and they're all over the place. Like doing James. Uh, sorry, I might have pronounced that wrong. The first name, but James is um, he's he was not in the right positions of the weekend. Like he was, which is was, scary for a veteran. You know, I like think him. I think you might have penciled this one in for Coach Killer. That's what I think you penciled this one in for. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, what? What? When? When is this going to happen? Is it you know game seven, game eight, mm. game ten? Do, do they drop in mid season? We we don't know. But yes, it's a tough one. It's going to be painful. But I am hoping. I still have that little hope in my chest that 
we're gonna see chief charges again. blockbuster i yeah. just want a blockbuster that's all i'm yeah, looking for i here. like it i like it i like it since i believe you've you've got the other the real blockbusters oh, from this oh, week <laughs> yeah i got them i've got them i've really snagged them this week i guess uh, that's what you get when you pick first you know <laughs> Well, that's why I have to. <laughs> How dare you? I assigned you these games. <laughs> uh, I'm saying I picked them because I love them. Uh, I'm taking you to the five and one game. So we've got this is prime time Monday, eleven twenty. So you could probably take an early lunch break. Maybe, mm. maybe sneak this one in, or just see the end of it in your lunch break. But Eagles at home to the Dolphins. Huge. Huge, huge game. I'm surprised this isn't your favorite game of the week. I only nah, I'm more interested in the Ravens lines because of the repercussions of mm-hmm. that, like the what it creates for both those teams. This one it's a it could be a Super Bowl preview, this game. Like it is like it is Oh, it's so good. Like Dolphins at the moment are my favorite team to watch, and it will be them on steroids. Against a Philly that's coming off a loss and a Philly that is actually a little bit weird at the moment. So Jalen Hurts, he was not his normal self the last few games and he was taking so much time in the pocket mm-hmm. and then just throwing it to nothing. Contrast that with Tua, who has the fastest release in the game with the, the fastest, fastest players in the game <laughs> called Tyreek Hill. They are leading passing and receiving stats across the league. And it is a it is a tasty game to see if we're going to see the Philly of old or we're going to see this new dynamic Dolphins that just run over every team. And I just, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. It's going to be I think this game, this game puts the star next to the Dolphins. If yeah. you can, if you can take care of business with the Eagles, then you're off. Like yeah. I'm launching you up into the Super Bowl AFC Conference contender. They've, they've already got they've already got rock star swagger like at the mm-hmm. moment, but they mm-hmm. need that pedigree to 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 really run with it. Like I think they knock off the Eagles. I think they'd be disappointed that the league, Eagles aren't undefeated. I think they wanted them. Undefeated, yes, so they to dethrone the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've got the five and one contest, and you know, but you know, the Eagles are gonna try and put pressure on Tua for the probably the first true team to do that as well. So Hassan yeah. Reddick uh, has been having a stellar season so far. So he'll be trying to try to get to Tua, and let's see if they can. But I think it is going to be great. I can't wait. Then how do you how do you pick this game then, homie? You're thinking is this a come to Jesus moment for the Dolphins where Eagles are playing at home, right? Like it's a home advantage. They're coming off this loss. They're rebuilding. They're energized. How do you think it's going to fare? I, I the strange thing is where I've actually put this game on is that offensive tackle Lane Johnson isn't playing. Um, and or. I, for Philly. So he mm. is he's probably the best offensive tackle in the game on his day. Um and him not playing the guy that replaced him, I sorry I forgot his name, but Miami's gonna get the Dolphins are gonna get it hurts. They're gonna get at him and I think that imbalance in the two teams is where I put the 
advantage to Dolphins. And then I just want them to... I think the offense will get on the field more than Philly's offense. And I think they'll they'll embrace it and put some deep balls to Tyreek Hill. He'll go for another 150-yard game. And it is going to be beautiful. So I've got the... I've got the Dolphins here, Kat. I've got the Dolphins. Where'd you land? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'll be very honest with you. I, mm. I'm really intrigued by this game. You can just see it happening either way. And you found, you know, a great peg to just put your your yeah. leaning one way because of that. And, and after watching Jalen struggle to escape pressure from the Jets, mm. who absolutely crushed down on them, you know, assuming escaping the pocket and throwing on the roll is going to be front of mind. He's not bad on his legs at all. And this O-line is meant to be excellent and locking itself up. But that is a threat. And I'm just worried about their defense, which I know the Eagles defense is good, but trying to manage these Dolphins running downhill on them because that speed is immense. Tua's making great plays. I'm going to go, going to go with the Dolphins. Oh, you're coming with me. I'm coming with you. I'm coming held, with you. you I, you've... I've held this little nugget too. Uh, we can't forget that Miami has a running game. Yes. <laughs> and they, <laughs> and, and uh, the Eagles aren't as good defending the running game. Just for a little... little did you little... withhold that just so maybe I would pick the Eagles? Yeah, I, I, did, I, did, I did. I did. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Jerk. Yeah. Nah. It, it, they, are, they are the forgotten one for because of uh, Tyreek and Tua. You mm. forget that they are like Mostert. Well, I, I is don't think about up. them because of watching Mostert the last year or two. Like he wasn't yeah. a groundbreaking play to me, and I wasn't excited to even consider his running game that much. But this year, completely different, completely, mm. completely full, fully fledged team, and we got to love McDaniel's every day. So I've always liked to watch him. He is good. He is Hollywood, right? <laughs> he In is Miami. Hollywood. <laughs> Did you know about him, his uh, recovery from uh, alcoholism? Yeah, I told you about it. <laughs> when, did you tell me on the show? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was in conversation. No. Uh, I, was just, I was watching a clip on it the other day and it was just an amazing story that that number that he yeah. has. Yeah, just an amazing story if you ever he is look a good story. something. He is a good, like, his whole length of career is a good story. Like, it's, mm. a, it's an interesting, he's an interesting guy. And he's rocking those Air Force Ones at the moment, those white Air Force Ones on the sideline. He's very uncoach-like, right? Very uncoach-like. <laughs> he still looks like he works in IT. <laughs> All right. He does. Let's move it on to my last game I've picked here. And like to call me, it was a struggle to figure out what games were going to go up against, you know, Eagles versus Dolphins to even match. So mm. taking it a step down or a couple steps down here with Steelers versus Rams now. Rams host the Steelers at SoFi Stadium this Monday. Both teams have three victories under their belt, but the trajectory of these teams is completely different. Yeah. Rams have people on the job site. They're building something in that offense. Puka is amazing. Cup's been, well, he's back now and already had a standout first game. It's a huge dual threat for Matt Stafford. And as you noted in the review last week, Kyron Williams is establishing himself as that reliable run option. A little note there. He may be in trouble like injury-wise. Um, he could miss up to four weeks, they're saying. So, I don't know. It didn't really come out of the game, I, I might, or I might have missed it, but they've announced just today that he could miss up to four. So, that is 
a factor. It is definitely he, something to consider in this game for sure. The Steelers, however, you know, they're, they're not kind of growing at that rapid rate or building something. They're kind of in full team development. Like they're yet to have uncovered any of these X factors that the Rams just pulled out of nowhere <laughs> with Puka. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Uh, coming out of the bye week, look, it still looks like Steelers need to work on improving these basics on offense. Like they essentially have no impactful run game. There's not one touchdown has been scored by the run game in the past five games they've played. Unbelievable. Not, it's, not, it's taking a whole threat off the field. Mm. But I still see there's this kind of gritty fight back thing in the Steelers, which is, I guess, core to their team's narrative. If they can take advantage of the young defense from the Rams and that connection between Pickens that we just keep seeing little glimmers mm. of, little glimmers of that I just uh. want to see work, they're developing... I think it'll be an interesting game just to tell me a bit more about this team. Uh, I will be watching this one, especially to track these Rams because beyond Cooper, uh, Cooper, Puka and Cup, <laughs> it's close. Um, Puka and Cup. I just want to know what else that they've got running here. I don't think they have anything else running because I think it works. Yes, yeah. the Stafford Cup connection with a dash of Puka is. Brilliant, right? Like, it, but it's it's who they can stack up again. Like, yes, they have more wins than I thought that they would have this season. You know, that's with before we knew Puka was around. But can they stack up consistently against teams with strong defenses? And yeah, they can shut down the passing game and stuff. But do but, you see them getting anywhere near the playoffs? Anywhere near a oh, no, against a strong no. team? No, I don't. I don't think they have the depth for that. I think they're just. They're good to watch. Like I, I don't think it's anything more than we just like the Stafford. We just Cup like the highlight reel. With yeah, it's just it's a beautiful because those like Cup is the best for those like that connection between him and Stafford is just good time fun and it's just that is two lads going out having a bit of fun and then throwing the footy, throwing the footy <laughs> and then it's like oh yeah, but uh, I did note for this game though the Steelers have been the worst in the league for big plays to wide receivers. Mm-hmm. That's not a good formula. It gets no. a Stafford Cup relationship, is it? Like, exactly right. Well, it's you know you think, all right, guys, you only have to plan for two options this yeah. week. Mm-hmm. You just cover two guys, and and hopefully you can figure out the rest. But well, Cups alluded some of the best defenders in the league. Puka is just out of this world for a rookie. Yeah. I've got to take the Rams here as much as I do enjoy the Steelers. I just don't think they're as exciting. Uh, and, and they're not fully formed yet to, to take on this risk. The Steelers are coming off momentum. Like they won. Mm. They did have a win. Uh, big, biggest problem for me is the, I think they're averaging 15, 16 points a game. And I just think I could just see the LA getting more than that. So that's where... Yeah, I, easily uh, just outscoring. Yeah. With like where do you put the scoreline then, homie? Oh, it's a hard one. I was probably... Let's put let's put the Steelers at sixteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then let's put the let's put the Rams at thirty. Oh, okay. High scorer, like high scorer, Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, we're gonna hope. Uh, <laughs> gotta yeah. hope. Yeah. Gotta hope. Yep. All right, we're gonna move it over to the rest of the games for the week. 
All right, Cad. Let's get into the leftovers here. There's still a few tasty treats, so hold hold on, everyone. Hold on. We've got some <laughs> stuff for you. I'm going to kick it off with the Buccaneers versus the Falcons. Um, it's a division match here, Cad. An important, mm-hmm. important game, this one. There's all, all teams are tied at three, so they're... Um, but the Falcons have lost their last three of their four. Yes, that is correct. That is not good. Uh, <laughs> but I think the Bucks have also lost the last two of their three. So mm. we've got a we've got a race to the bottom here, and we need to see who can actually do something. This game here, it's a matchup between the quarterbacks for me. The quarterback will decide the match for. We've got if Baker Mayfield turns up, the Bucks win. If Ritter has a half decent match, the Falcons will win. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's like, you know, we talked about Baker's comments about his game in the preview of last week. I want to know if we're now seeing the decline we saw in Baker the past few seasons. Is this going to be a continual trend downhill or is that a one-off? He's different with the Buccaneers and he can bounce back. What I'm also looking at is how the Bucs can shut down Bijan because that stopped them in their tracks last week, limited completely. So, you know, if they dive on him early can shut down the game for the Falcons. Well, that's where it puts it into the hands of Ritter. That's what I'm going to see because the Bucks have been good at stopping the run. So that's why I, th- I see it. it's in the hands of Baker and it's in the hands of Ritter. And mm-hmm. Ritter better do something this week because <laughs> mm. it was a pretty... There's some questions yeah. being asked. Oh, there's a big question. So, but I haven't, swaying on this, I, I, I haven't lost faith in him though. So I'm, I'm going to give it to the Falcons here. Uh, they're my pick this game i'm weirdly tempted to go for the bucks and not just for the opposing opinion which is rare for us to be Mm. splitting it up on this pod but i don't know i think i don't know why i'm doing it but i'm putting my faith in baker to hold this and then the defense to shut down the falcons they're a tricky team the bucks um i think if they have a half decent game that could be a tight one and maybe they could edge this one out it's so true if baker flies they win (laughs) He's an he's an unbelievable cat, isn't he? He just yeah, he is. Yeah, he's one of the best. All right, cat, take us to the Bears versus Raiders. Bears take on the Raiders at home. And homie, are you ready for an ugly game? <laughs> oh, 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 that is dirty. That is mm, dirty. It's filthy. <laughs> As oh. my dad said to us, this is a game of who messes up the least. Practically, the the lesser mm. of two evils mm. here. Um, look, Josh, Dan- Josh McDaniels came out and said in his post game, certainly wasn't a Picasso out there, which <laughs> is an understatement for the uh, last Vegas victory. They're winning ugly, as you- you've said before, homie. Three and three now, second in the AFC West. Should be an easy win. Should be. Should be. But Jimmy Garoppolo, surprise, surprise, is injured. Mm-hmm. And their backup, Brian Hoyer, is in. So, homie, I'd like you to guess for me, unless you know, what year Hoyer signed into the NFL. Okay, we're in 2023. If he was... uh, 82. (laughs) 2009, he came into the NFL. So, a long time ago. So, just Justin Fields, the Bears QB, he's out. Because he's got a thumb injury. It's not confirmed yet, but it is likely. And their backup, Tyson Bajant, who I hope I'm pronouncing that right because I've never heard of the guy. Mm. 
he's flagged himself, said, I'm ready to play. Just to prove how old Hoyer is, when Tyson was in third grade, Hoyer had his first game in the NFL. Oh. <laughs> that is crazy, isn't it? It's just it like, is a wild sport that this kid yeah, exists. Could, what a job. Like, he's just been back up for what, 13 years. Yeah. Just, just cruising around in the background. Unbelievable. It, it's wild. Look, I think this will be a weird and, and painful game for Bears and Raiders fans. Um, but I... Putting my back behind Max Crosby, staring down poor little Tyson and his lack of experience. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders on a very shallow victory here. I'm coming with you here. I'm going to take yep. the Raiders, but I will be doing a late check to see. Yeah, let's see if if Justin plays. Yeah, or just does that help or hinder? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's what I'll have to check in just to see their final list because it, it's. Like we said, it's going to be an ugly game, but I do think if it's ugly, the Raiders enjoy. So uh, I'll take the Raiders. And but what are they? Where are they at, Cat? Where are the Raiders at? What are they producing? I'm, it's a. I weird... have no idea. Oh, they're a hard team, aren't they? They're a hard team to know. It's uh, they're just yeah, and as it, it, they keep winning, but it looks pathetic the whole time. And yeah, I don't know. It's I think they're versing middling teams at the moment. I just think there needs to be a stop in this cork. But, you know, Raiders head coach, Raiders head office, mm. why did you trade out Derek Carr for Jimmy Garoppolo again? Like, yeah, Derek's not he pumping it out at the Saints, but he's not injured and he hasn't been injured Garoppolo for three years. Have slow-mo? Like, that's all they're oh. getting you for. Oh, they're just... <laughs> Trying to get the uh, the demographic of women over yeah, forty. Yeah, that's it. They're trying to get them into Vegas. That's all. Get them on the on the on the strip. <laughs> on, the, on the on the pokies. All right, that's all enough. Right, the They're too ugly. Let's move on to a. Ooh, this is an interesting game. We've got the Colts mm. versus the Browns. So, mm, pick six over the offense. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. With the Browns, yeah. are you thinking, is your defense more likely to score than your yeah. offense at this point? I, I, this is a game. Okay, uh, another condition here. Looks like Watson is unlikely again to play. But the Browns held San Fran's superstar lineup. I know there were some injuries. They held them to 17. Like, yeah. This is a top-tier defense that <laughs> is going to have to win the game. For their mm-hmm. offense, like I think this will be, it's on the back of the defense to win the game, and I. I, I think don't... this is a story we're going to be talking about with the Browns. Even you know, if Deshaun comes back firing, maybe it changes, but you know, likely he doesn't. It's yeah. just going to be their story for the rest of the season. Yeah, and we've got bad news as well. So Anthony Richardson, the rookie quarterback for the Colts, he's got season-ending season-ending. Uh, shoulder surgery which is really disappointing for the young man he will not be back this season which puts who we do like Minshaw in the seat but after last week he let us down Cad with those three intercepts Mm. he really Uh, did and uh, mm. with that defense coming down on him I don't have huge hopes for Gardner like the Colts I have been sneaky this year and last year and I you know was flipping between it but with the Browns D the way it is, I've just got to go the Browns here and then and kind of ugly a, win. It's a shame this game has come at the time for the Colts because this is probably their making game. This is to say if they're going to slide or stay up. And yeah. I I think they're going to come up against a brutal defense. 
that is likely to score more points in their offense and take away the game. So Browns here in a in a blitz on Minshaw. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. At MetLife Stadium, the Giants welcomed the Commanders to their home turf after a close loss with the Bills last week. Daniel Jones is still injured, very unlikely to start. Tyrod Taylor again is likely stepping in. But he just couldn't find Darren Waller, and I would list any other receiver, but it was pretty much their <laughs> own That's all he was targeting. Yeah, yeah, he just wanted Darren Waller in the end zone and it really cost them in this what could have been a win against the Bills. I don't think it would have t- turned the tide on them at all. I think it would have just been a nice little win one off because the Bills didn't yep. show up that day. But it would have been a start with an extra week of play under their belts though. Maybe these connections start tightening up a little bit and we actually do get to see some finishes in the end zone. That's what I'm going to be looking for. Commanders will be relying on their defense, I think, to swing the game in their favor, homie. Yeah, the difference is the defense for the commanders will swing the game, but Sam Howe can do enough to keep them on the field. So I think mm. he's he's definitely had a, I wouldn't say breakout season, but a standout season. Like he is yeah. he's a player we're all comfortable with. He's consistent. Uh, he, he's putting up good numbers, average good numbers, but they're doing enough offensively with a strong defense. So I think that's where the balance is created there. I have to agree. Like last week, they intercepted the Falcons three times and held Bijan to, I think, 16 yards or something, yeah. just absolutely minimal. Um, and I think they're preparing the exact same way to shut down Barkley, yeah. who was back last, last week and could move the ball up the field, but they weren't breaking him in as we saw in that last play. They weren't trying him in the end zone after he got shut down early. I'm going with the Commanders here, homie. I'll go with the Commanders as well. Um, let's hope that the Giants do continue with a better performance, though. All right. Take me over to... Oh, what would be one of your favorite games, homie, where the red, blue, and white team oh. plays the red, blue, and white team? Oh, this is, this, is, uh, this is a seizure waiting for me to happen. This one uh, it is not good. It's good. Yeah, I struggled with the Bills-Patriots last week. Oh. Uh, sorry, with the Bills... Uh, Giants, it was the same thing. I'll do a pop quiz for you, not in this episode, but another one, and uh, give you all the teams that have red, white, and blue. But that's coming up. That's coming up. Hold that one. Learn it. Learn it now. But I've got the Pats and the Bills. Oh, you've got a team. You've got a Bills defense coming in happy because they saved the game last week, and a Bills Hmm. offense that are unhappy because they – Nearly cost the game last week, so yep. I, I'm putting this one on on the Bills' offense to put up a genuine contender performance here. They yep. need to put it on the Pats and make it look easy against the Patriots for us to forget what we saw against yep. the Giants. Yeah, because if it doesn't, the pressure is going to come again, and it and I I think the pressure will come to Allen. I think he needs a performance, and he needs to show. Like, Stefan Diggs is having a good season so far. He's putting up, I think he put up 100 yards last week. But we need to see Allen in the moments now. He underthrew mm. that, that game, important one last week. I think Knox should have caught it personally, but, you know, <laughs> it, hit, it hit the rim and bounced out. That's on you, Allen, unfortunately, apparently. That's what, I got, that's what, that's what the media tells me. So, that's so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're playing against a team that hasn't scored over 20 points this season. 
Get it done. Just get it done. Yeah, get it done. Get it done. (laughs) Do a Miami and rip them off the field. And I got the Bills here in a a, a much-needed performance. Much-needed. Oh, yeah. Moving on to the Battle of the Birds. We've got the Cardinals taking on the Seahawks in Seattle. I think this is a pretty easy one for us to call here, homie. Like the Cardinals on a three-game losing streak, traveling to a Seahawks home game, mm. not going to make it any more comfortable for them. Seahawks, uh, Seahawks defense, I think, is going to cause some trouble. The offense, you know, only succeeded in one out of six visits to the end zone last week. One oh. out of six, which I'm just not having it from the Seahawks and from Gino. Mm. I love Gino. I want to see him put the team back. And... Uh, one last request from me is just give Bobo his second touchdown. Already oh, Bobo! Bobo! <laughs> we love hearing the commentators yeah. talk about Bobo. Uh, and I think he just, he's earned one. So give it to him. Yeah, every week he deserves one, I reckon. <laughs> I, I reckon. Give it to him every week. But they need to fix their red zone problems. And this is the mm. game to do it. So Absolutely. Yeah, battle of the birds. <laughs> battle of the birds. Uh, Seahawks for me, mate. Yep, agreed. All right, right. last one for you, homie. This one is interesting. Mm, I'm I'm pretty undecided on this one, so pitch it to me. All right, we've got the Broncos at home to the Cheeseheads, a.k.a. the Packers. Um, Okay, both both offenses should be pretty fresh here, Cad. Green Bay coming off the bye and the Broncos deciding not to go on the just, field. Just didn't start <laughs> against the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's the Packers. We're going to see the Packers. They're going to show up and, the, and defend here. This is the game for them to win. They're going to be blitzing all day because they are one of the biggest teams in the, in the NFL for pressure uh, and blitzing. I think it's on love here. I think the defense will do enough. The Cowboys are... Oh, sorry, Cowboys. The Broncos... No, it's the other other bad horse team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the Colts. I'll do it. Offside channel all that one day, I reckon. Yeah. But I, I just see... Love needs to put up a performance that will win a game for his team. And I think... I think it's on him. I think it's on Love for this game. But I'm not overly confident... Only. You're just losing faith in the Broncos there. Just as we said, Russell Wilson has had some kind of flash in the pan errors, but mostly has been on the good. Mm. It's just the rest of this Broncos team is not giving us anything exciting or inspiring to look at to say, yeah, this is a team that should win. When we talk about the race to the bottom, the Broncos feel like they're they're running as hard as anyone. Like They, they want Caleb Williams. They <laughs> were going, going, going. And I just think... I do want to see, I also want to see a bit more out of the Packers. Like I want to see, I'm hoping Jones plays, Aaron Jones. I'm not sure. He's been out for three weeks now. I think he'd be close to due back, maybe one more week. Because if the, I'd like, I reckon the Green Bay running backs could probably win this game if they turn up. So uh, him and Dylan, Jones and Dylan would be, they'd just rip up the game and we'll be done. But I've got to, Gonna have to check in late with this one, Cat. I'm not quite sold on either. So yeah, I, I would tentatively. I, I'd be picking the Packers. I'm gonna look into it a little bit more, but 
just I'm waiting for those Broncos to just sneak up on me. But I think Packers is my kind of easier call here. I think the Packers should have the defense to win this game. I'll sit with them. I think they'll blitz so hard that Russell Wilson will just crumble as they because they like to apparently let <laughs> they let everyone through to get him. And I yep. think I think they'll hold on, and the running game should be strong enough. So give me the Packers in a very interesting game. Mm. All right, last one of the week. It's Tuesday's game. We've got the Vikings and the 49ers to finish off week seven. Vikings are two and four. Five and one are the San Francisco 49ers after a very, very close loss to the Browns last week. They are looking for revenge and to erase this narrative if anything was seen by the look on Kittle's face on the sideline (laughs) last week. But homie, if, if you're in the stadium on game night, and looked up in the night sky, you wouldn't see much because there's a lot of stars missing. We've got injuries everywhere. Yeah, we've got Debo Samuel. He's in trouble. He's going to mm-hmm. miss a few. But you might see McCaffrey. Mm. Yeah, he has, he has said that he's going to try and make it. I think he wants to keep those stats running and take the 16th touchdown in a row. Yes. But, but he's got an oblique injury. Um, so. For the commoner, is, that's a rib injury in between the ribs. Very painful and not mm-hmm. great for someone who's at running back. No, quarterbacks play with it because they're meant to be protected. But yeah, definitely not for someone who's literally running through contact every play. Yep. So He's had the MRI. I know that. That's yep. been checked off. But I, the Debo stuff, I was looking into his injury and I couldn't find anything concrete. Have you seen anything that says he's actually ruled out? I've just seen they just keep, it's not yet confirmed. They're towing the line day to day, which annoyingly means either they're going to be long-term and they're not telling anyone or mm-hmm. he's genuinely a chance of getting back up. So he right. does seem like one that could play. They both could play, but is there any real need for them? If you're the 49ers, mm. your depth is massive. Your defense is excellent. Rest, Debo, at least. Yeah. Because yeah, even, you know, McCaffrey is a powerhouse. It's like resting Kelsey for the Chiefs. It's, yeah. it's a different, different thing. Debo's stats can be monitored and spread between other players, but... Don't take the risk. You're trying to go on a Super Bowl run here. Yeah, <laughs> You've got to and, start paying people next year. And Ayuk is doing enough. Like, you could just mm. you could go through him. He's he's having a great season so far. And just give Kittle a bit more work. He had a great game the week before. and then he, <laughs> Three touchdowns, no tackles. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, oh, we've forgotten how to play. So, and let's not forget, they're... <laughs> One side of the post from winning that game, like it was, a, <laughs> you know, it, it was a it tailed late. It was a dirty, yeah. it was a dirty one. Uh, rookie Moody, Moody, Jake Moody, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, is he yeah. playing this week? Because kickers don't get second chances a lot of the time. Oh, I don't. I think the sentence like rookie kicker loses match is just a, <laughs> you do not want it. Wait, wait, homie, how come you've not put him up for our segment? Rookie errors. Oh, rookie That's the errors. biggest rookie error we got. Oh, <laughs> he lost a game. Yes. We're bringing it back. 
All right, start this segment again. We're not, we're going to redo it. All right, Ken, have you got any rookie errors? <laughs> oh, I just heard one. <laughs> oh, it was a genuine rookie error. It was bad. Yeah. It was a, it was a gimme, and he, he missed it. So yeah. I don't think that loss is rewriting anyone's narrative on the uh, 49ers. These injuries are going to be concerning people the most. But I guess there's another team in this game that we need to talk about as well, even briefly, homie, which is the Vikings. <laughs> uh, they are still missing their star, Justin Jefferson. Uh, there are amidst rumors of trading Kirk Cousins. It's very unsettling in Minnesota at the moment for the Vikings. I'm not worried about the 49ers in this game. They've got enough depth to cover here i think they having a big bounce back and uh it's just going to be covered yeah the vikings have been the disappointment of 2023 for me i Mm. cannot see them putting up a performance that would rival a bounce back from the 49ers even with some injury concerns they've got the depth to cover it with the planning with to not have those players there uh 49ers for me there you go. There you have it. Week seven. Week we seven. shall see. I Ooh. hope we see some points. I hope it's prettier than we expect it to be. But we know there'll be some drama. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go around the grounds, homie. What have you seen? What have you heard? I've got to get one thing off my chest, which... I know we were talking about the colours before, but the orange Bucks uniform. Oh, creamsicles. The creamsicles, they call them. Oh, they're atrocious. Uh, and Baker can't play in them, so if they need to, he loses every time they play. But what's with the retro kits at the moment? Like, there is some weird, weird colours popping through, and I'm not happy about it. I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I don't know why. I kind of like the creamsicle ones. Like, I wouldn't want them as that forever uh, but like, oh. I don't know it's a pop of colour it's a bit different a bit fun oh, I think fun. And also I think the pirate looks a lot better than yeah. their current logo I'm a big fan of that oh like, do you like that I like that logo I think uh, it's I, I like the current I'm, I'm going with the current I like the current one the the Tom Brady one I like it you know <laughs> the Tom Brady one had it for years Tom yeah. Brady does have claim he, he can claim that do you reckon it was a part of his Trade over, like you got a rebrand. <laughs> I get rights to your rebrand. Yeah, it's probably true. What's well, caught your eye, Cad? You picking everything? Well, I have been watching uh, this defiant young man, or not so young man, Aaron Rodgers, oh. whispering and making rumors. Can he just yeah. go away? <laughs> he's getting he's getting a little bit jealous of Travis for yeah. taking all the headlines, and uh, I think. He says he's going to return or that he intends to return this season. This, well, this was flared as well from him being on the field last weekend, actually throwing some balls. like Which, which is kind which of Which is insane. absurd <laughs> for an Achilles tendon, uh, injury. Yeah, tear. But, yeah. And I just, uh, again, it's one of those ones that I don't understand why. Like, why you, like they say he could be back by Christmas. Like, yeah. Like, and why? Robert Sala commented on this saying, mm. you know, we're not going to hold him back, you know, if he wants to wants to do this. He just he, and, and he said the main motivation for Aaron is just to prove everyone wrong that they say that, like, the recovery time needs, you know, the whole season. He's like, no, nah, I don't need it. 
I'm different. And he's called on the, the spirits and the ayahuasca and everything else he's oh, dictating. He's, he's also called on, like, he's gone and got the best surgeon in the world and got a, like, an un, not an untried surgery, but a really new surgery that is. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. Modern medicine. That, yeah. what, that's, what's yeah, that going to yeah. do? Yeah. He's, Meditation he, is how you yeah. fix a severed tendon. He can, he can hide him how much he wants, but he's they've got the money and they've spent the money. It's not it's not voodoo here. It's It's modern science. But it is. That's why. That's why Zach Wilson is playing out of his skin. He just can see this shadow looming behind him. <laughs> Do you reckon they're just playing like highlights of Zach Wilson in the re- in the rehab, <laughs> like when him and uh, it was in there, and just be like, get back, get back, get yeah, back. Yeah, that that's you know yeah. that's his mantra. If he's just yeah. sitting there, he's just visualizing Zach Wilson throwing tutties. That's okay. what's getting him going. I hope. Uh, I hope the um, documentary people have kept going into the season, like it. We just we just don't know they're recording the oh, hard the, the, the hard, hard knocks, knocks people team. and we just get this sort of like that MJ you know that that storyline and then we just find yes. out that he's a, like the most craziest man ever. But I think I really hope we do. Oh, he's he's a polarizing figure for me. <laughs> I, and I still like him. Oh, I do. I <laughs> it do. It just astounds I, me that I still like this guy. Ah, oh, it's great. He's, he's good. Wouldn't be li- like. Couldn't be less relatable to me in any yeah. point of my life. But I, yeah, there's something about him, that, that Aaron Rodgers fella. But we'll keep you updated. You know, like, if we start seeing him just doing jogs, you know, how they brought Joey Burrow out early yeah. to run across the field. There's some serious voodoo going on, I swear. All right, let's get on some some real news here. I've had enough of you, Aaron. Get out of the headlines. Um, flag football has been announced to be in the LA Olympics. So, mm. and you think big news. Why is this relevant to NFL? Because they're probably going to poach NFL players like Tyreek Hill to play <sighs> in flag football. So, if you don't know what flag football is just by the way, cuz I don't know it's a familiar term here, but it's basically Oztag. I thought NFL. it was Oztag. It basically is Oztag, mm. but gridiron Oztag. Oh, okay, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So it's yeah, it, it and we talked about it with Chappie from Pro Kick. Um, it's something that they've been in Gridiron Australia. They've been working for for a long time. That it's now come up is pretty damn exciting. Who? We, but like, I'm just trying to think of like the Aussies. We're either kickers or Jordan Mylata. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I reckon they'll go. Jordan's up. not going to be the most efficient on a flag football team. No, nah, surely they go after that that high like their touch players or. You know mm. that you know that kind of player, like that seven style player. Um, I'd love nothing more than for it to get big here and just grow the game even further. Well, we're looking at it's not till twenty twenty eight, so you've got time. We've maybe, got time to train. That's five years. Maybe me and you could even have a run, cat. <laughs> Turn back the clock. Oh, oh, oh! I hope there's a combine. <laughs> uh, well, if a uh, Old Hoyer's still playing. Surely we can. We've got <laughs> hope. We've got... <laughs> it's a worry, but it is super exciting. And I think there's you know a whole range of different sports. I think cricket as well, homie, is, is going back into the Olympics as well. So Yeah, I think, the 60s, I think that they always tailor it to that city. Like it's a specific to that city. You know how France is having the break dancing and such and such. Yes. So it's that <laughs> it's that add-on novelty one, I think. Um I don't know where Do you think this makes the Olympics just less and less legit? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I'm not as soon, a big fan as of soon it. As they added, as soon as they added um, 
skateboarding in skateboarding <laughs> yeah i was like mm, we're going we're going mm. a bit too far now can we just uh, go back to throwing spears yeah please? yeah i'm a traditionalist <laughs> <laughs> oh well it will be exciting and i guess we kind of missed out on the olympics last year tokyo was a bit of a fizzer due to covid yeah. so i am keen to get around it and look if we've got a half decent flag football team i will be screaming at the television so. well you gotta wait till 28 so don't get too excited uh, all right that's all right rest those vocals rest those vocals <laughs> and an important deadline looms on me yeah, so we've got the end of the trade period. It will end on the 31st of October, 4pm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe. Halloween. Oh, is it? Scary. Uh, there's not a lot <laughs> happening at the moment. <laughs> there isn't a lot happening at the moment. That is uh, true. I don't, and I don't think there's going to be... I don't think there's going to be a lot of action. Don't think... Don't think that Kirk Cousins is getting traded. The contract payout is way too large. So <laughs> I know everyone Good thinks tip. it's going to happen, but it ain't. So, oh, imagine if it does. <laughs> I, that would be scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, oh, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Onside Punt. Remember, whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started on your journey, we've got you covered. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Onside Punt. Thank you, homie. Cat, it's been great. Let's get into week seven. Can't wait. Week seven. Let's go. Let's go. Scary. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. (laughs) 